Hi there, welcome to the Hotspur Hood. This is Let's Talk Tottenham. And uh, I don't need to plug any channels today with my guest because it is the Hotspur Hood himself, Tommy. How you doing, Tommy? All good, man. All good, all good. Loving all the rumours as usual. I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about it. Well, you're the only one on this stream who is loving all the rumours, doing my absolute head in. Uh, that's what we're talking about today. Just all the rumours that I've seen anyway, there'll be a huge amount more that have been seen and have been done and all of that business. These are the ones that I've seen. Uh, and, and just a shout out to Cody Mack as well. One of his comments on Twitter uh, the other day regarding Ericsson, that he's uh, signed personal terms with Spurs and Man United. No clubs have approached him. He wants Champions League, but it's not a deal breaker. And he wants to live in London, but he doesn't mind living elsewhere. Absolutely superb. Go check that out. The comments on there and people believe in it. Absolutely hilarious entertained me uh pretty much most of the afternoon the other day um but yeah that's what we're talking about and uh super chats and super likes are available on this channel on this stream so please get those in please get your comments in hit the like hit the subscribe and the notification bell tommy's got three hosts i think uh, another one coming as well so there's a lot of content coming out so hit that notification bell that way you'll be notified when anyone on the on the channel's doing a stream and if you like what you see here, head over to my channel, Let's Talk Tottenham, where we'll be uh, generally Mondays we go on the Hotspur Hood, but there was a bit of a confusion, so that's why we swapped over. Uh, but yeah, it will be much appreciated if you do that as well. Uh, reloaded in the chat already. How you doing, buddy? Rumours are so boring and draining. Well, unfortunately, you've got another hour of it to uh, uh, <laughs> drain yourself here. By the time any deal goes through, it's relief more than anything. Wouldn't mind a total blackout instead. But the, the thing is, the thing is, we always, we, we don't deal in definitives. We don't deal in definitives. Myself, Chris, or any of the boys, a lot of people don't, but a lot of people do. Like, this definitely will happen. I've got sources here, there, and everywhere. And it's just not the case. It's just not the case. And uh, I think Cody summed it up with that tweet, as you say. I think, yeah, yeah it's just, <laughs> a lot of it's rubbish. But if one of them pays off, if one of them pays off, then, uh, then you're like... Uh, some of the people are like, well, I did say that to begin with, but you've said that about 600 yeah. people. Uh, yeah, but I mean, do you know what? It is sort of big. So I, 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 would, I would miss it if we didn't have all these. Uh, if we well, didn't we have, the have rumors, We'd have nothing I to would, do during the closed season, would we? We'd basically be going was draft, blackout. For, if it went to the American franchise system, like if, if the ESL came in like it was last year, and it went to drafts and roster picks, it would be a lot. Le- it would be a lot more boring. But it is. It does get. It does get over the top sometimes. It's not even July yet. It's no. not even July. Yet. But yeah, C- Cody's comment that, yeah, that the comments that he got, and then his reply going, "Yeah, it's almost like like my tweet was uh, satirical, but absolutely hilarious it was." And all the comments that come in, having a go at him and calling him fake news and everything, absolutely hilarious. But uh, yeah, so basically, I thought we'll go through all the the rumours that I've heard, in terms of rumours as in players. Uh, we don't won't do that tier one and all of that nonsense. But uh, out of ten, ten being very likely how likely it is that these will happen. So we'll start off with one of the big ones, Richarlison from Everton. So he's been rumoured quite heavily. I did a show on Monday. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Mac, I think it was, saying he'd be perfect for us because he can play in Kane's role, Son's role or Kulisevsky's role and with the squad and everything. Uh, But again, they're quoting, I think... I say they're quoting that like I know this. This is all I've read on Twitter and the news. So it's by no means official or anything like that. It's just stuff that I've seen around about the 70 million mark. Uh, do, do you see it likely that he's going to come? Richarlison. I think, I think it's supposed to like, it's expensive. It's like 51 million pounds for Richarlison, which I think is a fair price. I think it's a fair price. If Everton got relegated, 
which they very nearly did, the, the price of all their players would go down a little bit. So it would have been nice if they if they went down. Probably could have got him for slightly cheaper. But he's certainly up there. He's certainly up there, as you say. He can play in. Uh, he can play in all the positions up top. Uh, certainly uh, as a striker, left wing, right wing. Um, and re- do you know what? Re- reloaded just to cut you off. He's a striker. Levy is allergic to those minus five out of ten. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. well, yeah, I wouldn't say he's an out and out striker though. I wouldn't say he's an out and out striker. I think. Um, I think he can hold the ball up, although that might be his weakest trait. I think he can do. If he can hold the ball up, then that would be fantastic. So I think he can. He can. He can hold the ball up, and therefore he can. Be, uh, he can play if Kane's rested or if Kane's injured. Um, but certainly, I think his best position is coming off the left. To be perfectly honest, um, I, I think the thing is with with a lot of people, um, and it's fair. But Kudelski's only been there four months. He has only been there four months. So the, the the forwards that come in that can play on the right will believe they can get over Kulusevsky still. That's a fact. You know, Richarlison, um, it, Rafinha, Martinez, they, they, if they come in, they'll believe Kulu's the one they're after. I'm after that position. And so they should be, because it should be competition for pace. It's going to be very difficult to get in front of Son and Kane, but they're going to they're going to need breasting. They're going to have injuries. So it's, it's I like him. I like him. I think £50 million is a... I think that's a, that's what you have to pay these days for, for a player of that quality. Yeah, and we've obviously got three players in. If everything with Basuma happens, then it's thirty-five million with all the clauses and all of that business. But thirty-five million on three players: backup goalkeeper, left wing back, and the the, the midfield guy. I think our midfield is fairly sorted now. Although there's still rumours going about that we want more, but we'll get into those. Uh, and yeah, reloaded Vagun Vasharlison. He's more of a striker than Jesus, who no Arsenal fans called a striker until now. Uh, that rumour's kind of died down, Jesus. Uh, it's all about him going to Arsenal now. Uh, whether we were actually interested in him or made in a bid, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But Richarlison, I think it's whether someone will stump up that cash, like you said, and uh, I think spot on. If they'd have got relegated, he'd have been forcing a move there and Everton would have been forced to sell him. They're in the Premiership. They're not forced to sell him. Uh, but yeah, I mean... He'd be good, I think. I mentioned on my channel and I got corrected by, I think it was Mac or it could have been Vez or both, that his attitude, I'm not sure. And that Mac saying that uh, he's a winner. So he's probably upset that he's playing at a club that are below what he feels is his level, which Tottenham would obviously be a step up, no disrespect to Everton intended. Uh, so and, and maybe that's what is misconstrued with his attitude that I, I say. But yeah, do, do you think he'd fit our team and, and fit Conte? Fit Conte, yeah. fit Conte system. I, if he were to arrive, I think is I think his attitude. You know, as I said, he can take over any of the front three positions. So certainly, um, but his attitude, I I sort of disagree with uh, with. I think Rez says he got attitude problem. I think he's I think he's fiery. I think he wants to win. He he, he goes after every ball. Um, yeah, you Max don't like playing against on him Monday. You don't like playing against. You won't like. You won't enjoy as a back four. Or a back three uh, playing against playing against Richarlison because he is fire. He's got that sort of you know that shit that Lamella used to have that Romero's got. Mm. It's a South American thing. It's just it's like a South American thing. He will just uh, he'll give you that. But then again, but I say that. But then you know, Jesus is very different. Jesus isn't so much like that. So they do. There are there are um, there are differences. But the, the problem with Richarlison is that if he doesn't get over Son and Kane and he doesn't get over Kulu, he might cause. Because of that competitiveness and because of his aggression, might cause a few problems in the dressing room if he's not getting the first team. So 
there's there, there are positives and there are negatives, but it's the same with everyone. It's the same with every footballer. Same with every footballer. If you look at his attitude on the pitch, he gives it everything. He gives everything he possibly can, and that's what you want. That's what you want as uh, for, yeah. for any football club. Yeah, I said on Monday I didn't want him because of his attitude, and then they kind of talked me round. So, <laughs> I um, you know, if Conte wants him, then then that's something different. But uh, he's better than yeah. someone that's not very not bothered, talented, and not but like yeah, Mbele, yeah. just doesn't get involved with anything. And yeah, I I, I do think uh, with, with your comment there that if he wasn't playing, he would fight to get into the team. Whereas Ndombele seems to have sulked. When he's not getting in the team, uh, Reloaded here is saying we should have su- we should sign Sterling. To be honest, I think the wages there will be a big old sticking point. He must be on at least three hundred k at Man City, and he ain't going to be dropping that down when there's interest in him. So I don't think we can afford him in that respect. Even though he would like be superb, though. yeah, he would be superb like for us. But I, I just don't think there's any chance of getting in because of those wages. Well, where do you think he'll go? Reload. Big up, reload. Anyway, he was on my stream last night. Where do you think? Where do you think? He'll, where do you think he'll go? If you sign him, what is he going to be? Backup? Could he play on the right? Because he can play on the right wing as well. Um, yeah, where do you think he's going to go? Reload. Because I'm a bit, I'm a bit, I'm a bit stumped there. Because he'll cost a lot of money, and as Chris said, a lot of wages to be, you know, sort of backup. Um, but yeah, it'd be good to. It'd be, he's a very good player. Very good player. Yeah. Next one that's come about again, someone who almost got relegated but didn't. Uh, that's Rafinha. That's come about in the last week, two weeks. So uh, Fabrizio Romano said that uh, one of his updates, we've told Leeds we're interested. That's not an update, is it? That's just absolute nonsense. Uh, you know, we're interested in Messi. Glad you said Doesn't that. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Glad yeah. you said we're that. interested <laughs> in Messi. Doesn't mean we're going to sign him or get into contact with PSG. Absolute nonsense. Uh, Rafinha, uh, I've been crying out for a playmaker for years, ever since Ericsson kind of decided he wanted to leave. Okay, let him leave. We have to get someone in to replace him like for like. Rafinha would be that playmaker. Rumours are that Barcelona have agreed personal terms, but not Leeds valuation, although how Leeds can, uh, uh, Barcelona can, when they're completely strapped for cash anyway, I have no idea. Uh, Arsenal apparently had a bid turned down. Again, this is all rumour stuff from Twitter and newspapers, so whether it's true or not, I have no idea. This is just what I've read. Uh, title of the show with the uh, uh, rolling eyes emoji over it. Rumours, rumours, rumours. Uh, and yeah, apparently we're interested. But he, he would solve our, our, our um, uh, uh, playmaker situation that I think we've got. But whether Conte plays with a playmaker these days, he kind of did at Inter with Brozovic and, and Ericsson, but both kind of deep line ones. Fabregas at Chelsea as well, rather than your, like Ericsson was in 2016, 17, just behind the strikers. Uh, Rafinha, uh, good side. They have, I haven't seen anything that his valuation is X. Uh, but he'd be a good signing, Premier League experience. Same with Richarlison as well, and Everton, who we'll get onto a bit later. Uh, what do you think of uh, uh, Rafinha? Do you welcome him there? Uh, do you think he'll turn up? And if we were to bid, what do you think the, the fee would be? Well, he's big money. He's big money. And again, we go back to it. If Leeds got relegated, that fee, you're going to take 25% down. I was, that's why I was angry that. No, I think if Everton Leeds got relegated, relegated. there'd be yeah, I think if Leeds got relegated, there'd be a queue around the corner for Rafinha. The fact that they've Rafinha, Calvin Phillips, you know, there's there would be a few. There'd be a few that they'd have to uh, get off their books. Um but uh in terms of in terms of Rafinha, I do I, I don't think he for me he can create, but he's a right winger. I think he's a right winger. Definitely I've only ever seen him play on the right wing. So when it, in January I was like, Yes, yes, let's get this guy in. He was the most. He's the most exciting right winger in the Premier League for me. Most exciting to watch. Not maybe not the best, but certainly the most exciting. So um, 
Uh, I wanted him, but we signed Kulu. We signed Kuliseski. Uh, we've still got Lucas. And do we spend £70 million? Because apparently Arsenal got a bid rejected and they've come in again right. with a £70 million bid. And if it's £70 million, you know, there, there are other positions we need first. There are other positions we need first. We need we need at least one centre-back. We've been looking at centre-backs for ages. I've done a transfer stream last night and it's just the shortlist keeps increasing, increasing, increasing. Because um, because we need a middle centre-back, we need a left centre-back. And I think most most fans and most clubs are aware of that. Um, and a right wing-back as well is absolutely key. A second striker, which Rafinha can't do. That's why I don't think Rafinha's going to come. He is an out-and-out right winger, whereas Richarlison and Chiesas can both play on the right wing as a striker and on the left wing. So I don't think he's adaptable enough for £70 million. And he'll basically yeah. be fighting with Kulusevsky. Um basically fighting with Kulusevsky. So he wouldn't be up there. I would be looking at Richarlison in front of him and it'd be twenty million. It would probably be about £20 million yet, uh, less. They're very similar, though. They're all Brazilian. Jesus, Richarlison and, uh, <laughs> and Rafinha. And they're all 25. They're all 25. They're all playing in the Premier League. One of their, you know, Premier League experience as well. Yeah, they're all 25 years old. It's very, you know, it's very similar. I think they're all... I think, I've got a funny feeling they're all going to go. I think that all three of them are certainly going to go. Uh, especially, especially Rafinha... And uh, Jesus, Richarlison, who knows? But um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. There's a lot of domino. There's a lot of domino effects mm. that are going to happen because we've been proactive, but a lot of other Premier League clubs haven't got started yet, other than Liverpool. No. A lot of other Premier League clubs have not started this transfer window, and we knew we know Newcastle are going to do a lot of damage. So there'll be a huge domino effect with Newcastle. And Man alone. United as well. They haven't got started yet. Oh yeah, got a new manager, money to burn. So yeah, them Newcastle, City have got Haaland in. So going forward anyway they probably don't need a huge amount they've got that young alvarez as well so they got so they got their forward row sorted but they lost fran torres and aguero last last season didn't they so they needed a striker they got harland and young alvarez very very good another young mm, striker yeah he looks very couple, very good so that yeah, should be a couple of comments from Big up, uh, Ellie. Yeah. and daigle of course yeah a uh, couple of comments from reloaded regarding uh sterling not a lot of options for him, really. Maybe Bayern, if they lose Lewandowski and Nambri. Chelsea, the other option. Maybe he'll run the contract down and see what opens up. It's, yeah. And this one, Rafinha had a 25 million buyout clause if relegated. But there would be a queue around the corner yes. for him there. If that was the case, everyone would be interested in him. Uh, Conte's 3-4-2-1 isn't even wingers, really. They're more wide camps. Uh, 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 C-A-M-S, whatever that stands for. Central attacking midfielder, striker or forwards. Not the typical winger. Wing-backs do that role. Vasharlison would suit a lot more. And Brian Daigle turning into Bob Spur. Only the two average-looking people today. Oh, no, it is Bob Spur. Yes, I have Daigle's laptop. Big up. How you doing, guys? Uh, the Daigle-nator. Yeah, the Daigle-nator. <laughs> even, with a, yeah. even with a sharp criticism like that. We love, we love the Daigle-nator. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he... he uh, even with my reservations that I had on Monday about Richarlison, over him, him Rafinha, I'd pick Richarlison because he, he can do all of those front three roles, whereas Rafinha's probably a bit more limited in, in what he can do. Probably around about the same price. I can only imagine Everton will ask for about 50, 70 million, something like that. Um, would you take him now, though? Would, would, you, would, you sign, would you sign one of these forwards first before we get the centre-backs and right-wing-backs in for you? Would you pay the big money? As long as we get the players in that Conte wants at a time that he wants, I, I couldn't really care less what order it is. Uh, only he and Paratici and probably Levy know w w what's happening with the transfers and where we're going and everything. But as long as we get them in, ideally before pre-season, but if not, 
at a time where they do get some kind of preseason. I'm not hugely bothered, but we need the 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 positions in that we need in. So we need that second striker, whether that's a, a, a Jesus striker or a Richardson could play all along that front three. Another central defender, probably a right wing back. Midfield, would I would say, is the last priority. I think we're fairly solid in that central midfield now. Certainly when Skip comes back, we've got Hoiberg, Benton Kerr, Basuma and Skip. I think we're fairly sorted in that. But yeah, uh, yeah, the others, as long as they get done in a timely manner, not hugely. But what about you? Do you have a preference for certain positions first or... or, or? No. Because I th- because I think the wing backs are so so key so key in every aspect in every aspect of this system. Um, I would like to get a right wing back through the door. You know, Spence is very very highly rumored. Apparently, he's on holiday when he comes back. He's gonna yeah. you know that's gonna be accepted or yeah. As I said, it's all rumors. But look, we've been we've been linked to Spence for a very long time. So maybe that's gonna get done. I'm not convinced by Spence. I think he's too young. I think he's too young. Yeah. I heard somebody about him yeah, now. Oh. You've uh, beat me to my point, but. Uh, <laughs> Tommy, what do you think of Jed Spence? <laughs> I heard. Do you know what? Do you know what? I heard the other day. I heard uh, the other day that you could actually sign Spence, put him back out on loan to Nottingham Forest for the season, because um, twenty million pounds pretty cheap in this market. It is cheap. We yeah, spent basically for a young English player. Oh, exactly. Yeah, the English tax. I mean, we, we spent thirty-five million pounds on Gill, effectively. Well, twenty-five million plus Lamella. So, so spending twenty on Spence, loan him out for a season, like we did with Carl Walker at Villa, and who knows when he comes back. He could be he could be ready he could be fresh but then you'd have to sign another right wing back on top of that mm. um i'm i would because we can't go in the season with emerson and doherty for me to sell emerson or loan emerson out and then we could get spence and then another right wing back i know it's it's wishful thinking because it's more money but i heard somebody mention it the other day and it would make a lot of sense um because the season after doherty would be about 31 32 you'd move him on then you'd have whatever right wing back we've got and spence so that, that does make a lot of sense um, I've heard Carl Walker rumors as well. I've heard Carl Walker rumors. I was vouching for him last summer because he was he, he wasn't doing too well at Man City. I was like, get Carl Walker back, get Carl Walker back for would, a year or two. Would years. like Sterling though the wages be an issue? I can only imagine he's on probably about double what he was on when he left us. He would take but less on, now because he's yeah. because of his age. He would take he would take less yeah. if he signs well, he's a new contract at Man there and, City. Yeah. Yeah, he's obviously he gone there and contract, got the winning out of his system. But <laughs> if, he, if he takes a new contract at Man City, he will have to take less money now. He will have to take less money. That's what happens when you get old and you're not in the first team all the time. Because he's in and out of the first team now, Walker. Mm. He will take less money. And he does love Spurs. He does love Spurs. He's got a very, he's got a good bond with the fans. I remember when I was there, he's got a very good bond with the fans. And you can't you can't go against him for agreeing to the 50 million pounds. No, no, no. He's won about 10 trophies. He won about 10 trophies. So if he's available for a season, you go with him and Doherty, you move mm. you move Doherty on, then you've got him and Spence for a couple of seasons. It would make make it would make a lot of sense. So I think we should go big. For the for the for the uh, for the right wing back and centre back before we start getting into the forward positions. But look, as you say, if Conte wants to go that way, if Conte wants to go that way, then you know that's that's what he wants to do and that's his plan. And yeah. who can argue with that? Yeah, I haven't even seen the Walker rumours, but if he is available, I think you you're really onto something there. He's a winner, isn't he? No Spurs wouldn't need a huge amount of integration into the team. Only really integration into Conte's system, which he probably played in before in in, in other teams. Uh, yeah, I, I, with Spence, I agree with you. He's, his only Premiership experience is a couple of cup games against Arsenal and someone else. I forget who. It's not enough. Not enough to get into a team that are fighting for 
potentially titles, but certainly that top four and the third and in the Champions League as well. It's too much. You need to see what he's like in the uh, Premiership first. 20 million, like you say, young English player, not that much money. So re- relatively low risk. Go and buy that, loan him out to Forest again, give him a, le- a, a, a year in the Premiership. If he does well, offload the following season and into our team. I think Doherty deserves a run in the not a run in the team to stay and show what he can do next year because he, he I wouldn't say superb but he he'd improved a huge amount compared to where he was before towards the end of last season unfortunately yeah. he got injured I agree uh, Emerson he, he did well when Doherty was injured but the whole team did well and were firing but is is Emerson our answer for the full season like Spence no if you're wanting to fight for titles and and, and Champions League but I think. Yeah, you need someone to be the main guy there because I'm not sure Doherty is that either. Even though he did do well, I think he deserves it. So, yeah, Doherty, and if Walker is available, get Walker in. I think that's a good shout there. In terms of left back, left wing back, we've obviously got Perisic. So, to me, it sounds like Perisic and Session, you're on a fight for that one. Do you think Reguilón is going back to Madrid or we're going to move him on? He didn't really feature for a large part of that last part of the season last year. It was in and out of being injured, yeah. Both were Cess, like Cess was injured one week, Reggie came in, Reggie was injured one week, Cess was coming in. They both really struggled with injuries. Um, and that's why I'm a little bit unsure of Cessignon with his with his injury record. It goes back years now. Uh, I've got a fun do you know what I've got a funny feeling? Both I've got a funny feeling Reggie, Cess and Perisic will stay. If we sell Bergwine and we loan Gill back out, there's a there's a spot at left wing as backup mm-hmm. for Son. And Cessignon's a natural Cessignon's a yeah, natural yeah, uh, winger. Sure. So we signed him as a winger, Perisic. He's a natural winger. He's, he was a left winger for 10 years. So um, that gives us depth. I mean, Paris, the sign of Perisic is so brilliant. It gives us so many options because he is ultra adaptable. It gives us so many options. To, to get him on a free is uh, is very, very wide business. What it also business. does is instantly training standards will improve because he won't be accepting anything less than top, top notch. And he's kind of Conte's leader on the pitch. Yeah, yeah like Milner. He's like a Milner-type player for me. Mm. He'll get in, he'll get in, and he'll just, uh, yeah, he won't take anything. He'll ruffle a few feathers as well. If people are not uh, putting it in, putting the, the 110% yeah. in, he'll let them know. He'll let them know. And yeah. he will play any position, Perisic. He's happy to play any position. You know, centre-mid, right-wing striker. he plays play centre-back. He could probably play centre-back. He's six foot one. Left centre-back, he'd be fine as well. So, um, <laughs> he, he, he's so unbelievably adaptable, Perisic. It's a really, it's a really smart move. It, it gives us plenty of options on that left side and gives us an option where, if we, as I said, we can sell Bergwijn, take the £25 million and invest it somewhere else. We can invest it somewhere else in a team, like, like another striker, put it into the right wing-back and centre-back positions. Because we need two yeah. centre-backs for me. I keep saying it, but we need two centre-backs. Yeah, and... Ellie's coming here. How, how are you doing, Ellie? Uh, thanks for getting in touch. Wingbacks would be our creatives, but we haven't got a natural create, creative for midfield. They're all much of a muchness. I feel we need a creative midfielder to add to the mix to unlock defences. I, I think with Basuma, he's a player who can literally do everything in midfield. He, he can be the Hoiberg in front of the defence, marshalling the defence. He can be the Kante running around and, and closing people down, nicking the ball off. He can be the box-to-box kind of Lampard player, getting in the box where people can't pick him up. And he can spot a pass. So I think he he can do do that skip we saw at different parts last season. Was able to play the you know the fifty yard pass. 
Uh, so maybe that's something he's going to work on. Obviously, his injury will have set him back. But we've got so many midfielders there, four midfielders with two in, in there that Conte was playing with, but it also allows us to play with three if Conte so chooses. Uh, but then this guy has been heavily linked as well, Ericsson. Now, <laughs> these rumours are all over the place. He wants this. He doesn't want this. This is a deal breaker. It's not a deal breaker. You know, and there was a comment earlier. Uh, I can't remember from who. I think it was reloaded. Uh, uh, linking himself to all of these clubs obviously creates buzz. But what he has over Richarlison and Rafinha and Spence and all the others is he's free, which obviously works for Conte. Like Walker, he knows the club, so he wouldn't have to be integrated that much. He played in Conte's system, so probably wouldn't have to be integrated that much. But a lot of Spurs fans still annoyed with his last year. I don't think he didn't put the effort in. I just think his head was kind of turned. And, and that will all, always kind of affect your performance. And he was in and out of the team. For, for, for me, I'd take him because it's something that we need. I do agree with Ellie that uh, certainly last season, a natural creator in midfield. I do think uh, uh, Basuma can sort that out. But then he's not just a natural creator, which Ericsson is. Uh, but it allows us to get that in for free. So therefore money can be spent on things that we do need, uh, wing backs and central defenders. And we have another player. And I've said before, and again, five subs in the league next year are, are going to be massive for that squad because what it does now with three subs, you're able to change your tactics slightly. Now with five subs, you could make four in a, at a time and completely change how you play. You can go from plan A to B to C with four subs. So I think it would be crucial. So if it if it was up to me, I'd get Ericsson in. I know a lot of fans uh, will say, well, it's the romanticism of it. We need to move on from that, move on from the past. But I think he would do a job. And, and whether he'd play fully, I, I wouldn't have thought so. I think he would be a shrewd signing and a good signing, certainly for that squad. And he's a winner as well. And he knows Conte. Uh, but all, all the rumours are at the moment, it's between Brentford and Man United. Whether that's true or not, again, we don't know. Uh, obviously, Man United, he'll be going for a payday, which fair play to him. If someone offers that money, it's silly to not take it. Or or he stays at Brentford where he's probably quite loved and similar to Kulisevsky with us in a short period of time. But w would you take Ericsson? Do, do you think he'll come to us? Or, or if not, where do you think he'll end up? Personally, I've been saying it for a very long time, even when the rumours started. There are multiple reasons I don't want Ericsson. First of all, with his with his heart trouble, I feel like he should have retired last season. I felt like he should have retired last season. He won, he, you know, he won the title. He, he got a title under his name, which he didn't get at Spurs by uh, with his Scudetto at Inter Milan. I felt like he should have retired after that incident at the uh, at the Euros. But look, he, he played very well for Brentford. If I'm looking at it from Conte's uh, mentality, from Conte's mind, just doesn't it doesn't work with Ericsson. It just doesn't work. Because I think Basuma, the signing of Basuma has pretty much showed his hand where he's gonna play with deep midfielders. Now Basuma could certainly come out with a ball when his passing range is good, but the reality is he does his best work deep. Man marking the man marking job he done on Kane was magnificent. And that's what he is. He's a ball winning midfielder. Like Hoybier, like Ben Tanker, they will always do their best work behind the halfway line. Skip, Skip could be slightly different because Skip's very young, very adaptable. We forgot about Skip. First six months of last season, he was incredible. Him and Son were our best players. Skip and Son were our best players the first half of last season. I know we didn't play too well first half of last season, but they but they certainly stood out. So we got Skip back, which is a big, 
plus Bissouma in. He's still got Winks there, who's another deep midfielder, by the way. Uh, but I think the Basuma signing has pretty much confirmed that we're going with a 3 4 3. Now, I, I understand what yourself and Elliot are saying, and a lot of Spurs fans want, want Ericsson in. But the plan B to get through the low block, to get that creativity later on in the game, is, is fine. It's fantastic, and I understand it. But Conte has never done that. He doesn't change his plans in game. We saw it last season. He doesn't even change personnel in the same formation. It, even with a fit team on the bench, he doesn't do. He's getting a lot of criticism before the last month. We started winning games, getting a lot of criticism for that. It's the only criticism I saw of Conte. He was leaving it to the 75th and 80th minute. So he doesn't even like to change personnel. So he's certainly not going to change formation. Should he? Looking in, yeah, why not? Why not go to a 3 5 2 and put Ericsson in midfield? But it's not up to me. I'm looking at it from Conte's perspective, and I've followed him for the last six, seven years. It doesn't make any sense for me. He can't play on the right either like he used to, Ericsson, because of his heart problems. He can come in, you can say he's back up for Kulu, but he can't do it with his heart problems. In the Premier League, it's not going to happen. One role he can do, Ericsson, one role I can potentially see happening is because I don't think Conte is going to play a free at any point next season in midfield. He can be a deep-line centre midfielder and play the balls. But I've never seen him do that. I've never really seen him behind the halfway line. We do need that. I really wanted that. I wanted a Ward-Prowse. Or a, or a, um, who's the interboy? Uh, Brozovic or, or one of those Frankie de Jong's the best example behind the halfway line who are just going to ping it because as you said he always had one of them Fabregas at Chelsea he changed Fabregas to that Perlo he had Perlo <laughs> who was the best at that at Juventus and Italy he had him there and of course his last job uh, uh, yeah Brozovic yeah Brozovic in centre midfield doing that so I'm surprised he has assigned that sort of player. Um, maybe Ericsson can do that. Maybe Ericsson could come in and do that. That's the only way I see it happening. But if we're talking plan B, let's sort plan A out first. First and foremost, let's sort plan A out because that's fundamental. Because for me, we don't have a team good enough to challenge for a title or, or, or to compete in the Champions League. So let's sort plan A out. And Conte doesn't use plan B. He just doesn't. So from Conte's perspective, if he wanted Ericsson, he would have been signed by now. Like Perisic, Yeah, that's, that's what I did think now. as well. Yeah. He would have had him by now. So I think we're going with the centre midfielders being deep and we're getting all the creativity. We were, we were like, we got such a bad deal as Spurs fans because we don't know, we, we haven't seen what we can offer from the wing-back position yet because our wing-backs have been so deplorable. They've been so poor. If you get the right ones in now, Perisic and another right wing-back, we will see creativity there. We had Emerson Royal, the worst crosser of the ball I've, I've ever seen in a Spurs shirt. He cannot cross a ball. He cannot. The guy can't cross a ball. Like, um, yeah, the, the opposition teams were just like, no, nobody was marking that side. They were like, just let him have the ball. Just let him have the ball, you know, because he can't cross it. And it happened time and time again. So we haven't, we have not seen two good wingbacks yet. That will change. That's where you get your creativity. You don't need so much creativity in centre midfield. And as Reload said, the two wingers will come inside. So they'll be a creation as well. They'll be a creation. They'll score the goals. So that each three four three, you don't need the centre mids to be that creative. In a three five two, absolutely you do. Absolutely you do because you don't have the wingers. Yeah, and uh, got a couple of comments here which are quite interesting. I'll start with Ellie. At Brighton, they couldn't finish his Basuma's uh, passes off. That's something we have to take into consideration. We'll see his assists increase with Sonny and Kane at the end of his passes. That's for sure. But Paul said this. I haven't seen this. This does fill me with worry if true. Uh, Rumours uh, uh, a son being linked with Madrid. Would he go with your blessing? If he would go, he would go with my blessing because he's he's worked his socks off, but I'd be crying for a week. 
Uh, but what I think Milo's got a point here. They can't sign Sun. They don't have any non-EU slots. But as well, they just don't have the money. And Sun would cost an absolute arm and a leg. Uh, any truth to those rumours? Or is it just easy, easy it's, journalism? Yeah, again, easy journalism. I mean, Ericsson's easy, isn't it? Ex-Spurs, played under Conte, free transfer, played well for Brentford. That's a, that's easy, lazy journalism. This is, uh, I haven't heard this. I'll, I'll be honest with you, I haven't heard this, but I'm not no, surprised. I'm not surprised. I'll be I'll be surprised if if I hear about it, if I look at the story, tomorrow it'll be Man United are linked as well, because Man United just linked <laughs> with everyone. Everyone we're targeting, and outside of us, every, every, every player other teams are targeting are linked with Man United. Um, so if Real Madrid are interested, it'd probably be, we'll see... Uh, We'll see Man United there as well. It's not happening. No way. He signed a new contract last season. His bond with the fans is incredible. He's got a mm. bigger bond with the fans than Kane, even though he's homegrown. And this is going before last season when Kane threw his toys out of the pram and said he wanted to move to Man City. Even before that point, as good as Kane is, I feel like the bond between Son and the fans is is incredible. And I feel like, of course, you want to take the money. He's on he's on like 190 grand a week, so he's not suffering, is he, Son? He's not suffering no, yeah. Spurs on 190 grand a week. Yeah, yeah, um, he's and he's not living in a cardboard contract. box, yeah, or one exactly one bed studio um, flat, is he? No. <laughs> so exactly that, exactly that, and um, so I don't think uh, I don't think he's going to be going for a move. We're never going to sell him. Conte must no. have been like I thought. I thought Son was good, but seeing him up close and managing him and training, he must must be like Jesus. I this mean, guy if is if serious. We, if we do sell him, it's because he wants to leave, and it'll be for an astronomical amount. It won't be for your 80 million or 200 million. Even at 30 yeah. years old, even if, um, yeah, even at 30 years old, it will be, uh, yeah. it will be astronomical. He's he is not going to throw his toys at the pram. I was never yeah. worried about him signing a new contract last season. I was like, he will sign. He's just he's a principal guy and he's a good guy, but it has come to hurt him as well, son, because he could have got a lot more than the the money he got. He got um he got less than in Dombele. He got less than as I said, he's not going to suffer on 190 grand a week, but the guy should be on 300 grand. Easy. If it was at any other club, top four club in Europe, he'd be on 300 grand a week without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. I mean, reloaded here. Clicks, just add money. I think it's clickbait as well, where, wherever uh, Paul saw <laughs> that. I mean, there's quite a lot of that, isn't there? And uh, yeah, underpaid for the market rate. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. But he signed it, so he's happy. And yeah, he's not uh, short of money. Th this is interesting from Ellie. This isn't rumour, this is her opinion. Don't think Reggie was injured. Conspiracy theory, lad. So I, I love a conspiracy theory, so I love this comment. Uh, I think he's not up to Conte's vigorous training schedule, so he blew himself out and can't cope with the whole season. What, what's your call on him? Uh, it's an interesting take, and, and I think it was him who said he almost... Did he say he almost died when he was asked what, about Conte's training? He, certainly someone, him, who said something like it was proper, proper tough compared to what they were... Under Nuno, yeah, so no. it could be a good shout from Ellie there. Well, what's your take on that? It was He's the first week of training. It was. I forgot about that, but yeah, it was literally the first week. It was the first week. It was like this has been the hardest week of my life, Reggie, <laughs> under Conte. Like the first week Conte took charge, <laughs> and that's good. That's what we want to see. But to be fair, at least he admitted it. He didn't have to come out in the press and say that. So <laughs> he's so he's willing to work hard and. I'm I'm in the minority, but I do I like Reggie. I like Reggie. I thought last well not last season, the season before last his first season, his attacking was magnificent. I mean, getting to the byline, and then when he couldn't get to the byline, his crosses were brilliant as well. I don't know what happened this season. I don't know what happened this mm. season, but it was weird when Ellie says conspiracy theory, uh, theory because whenever he had a bad game, he was injured for the next game, and when Sessignon yeah. would have probably come in anyway, so he's like he's injured. 
And so that happened a lot towards the end of last season. It might be a coincidence. It might be a coincidence. But um, Reggie was actually good. When we were playing in a 4-4-2 under Nuno, he's one of our better players. As I said, we still struggled. As soon as we went to the free, free at the back, he really, really struggled, Reggie. And towards the end of the season, he had some bad, real, real bad games. Poor, poor yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's defend, um, defending is is that great, which obviously the, th- I mean the three at the back would kind of, you'd suggest help in that respect with the the I know I guess the Hoiberg who becomes the kind of fourth defender, but uh, yeah, his defending isn't that great. But then gone are the days where you have like the Ashley Coles who are great going forward and great defensively. The wing backs are almost pretty much attacking now pretty exclusively. I, I, I can't really think offhand about any great... The, the, Ashley Cole was top, top of his game there. He's he was cream of the crop there. I can't think of any wing-backs now who are that cream of the crop, who are great defensively and attacking. Uh, and obviously, I don't like to say that about Ashley Cole, Arsenal and Chelsea, you know, having to give props to an Arsenal and Chelsea player, but credit where credit's due. He was superb, Ashley Cole. Over a whole, yeah, over his whole career. Over his whole career. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, we still got we got players like we got players like Reese James, who I think is that he's defensively solid and can attack. Uh, Arnold, much not he's not complete. He's unbelievable attacking, but not great defensively. So it is tricky to get that balance. It definitely is tricky to get that balance. But I think both sides of his game were bad when he went to a three. I think his defend defending actually improved last season, but his attacking and his crossing and hitting a byline, it was just his timing wasn't good. He was still making the runs. I don't think he understood the formation. Um, so maybe he needs a little bit more time. Maybe he needs to be sold. Uh, but as I said, I, I could see a situation where with Perisic's adaptability, where Reggie, Sess and Perisic stay. Yeah, I mean, Reload has made a good point here as well, uh, uh, in contrast to Ellie's. But Reggion was known for bombing on under Lopetegui. Lop- the severe <laughs> manager. Yeah, he's a great manager. Very good yeah, manager. I won't try to pronounce guy. it. Let me start again. Reggion was known for bombing on under the Sevilla manager. I think he had niggles that he was never able to <laughs> fully heal from and probably lost fitness under Jose and Nuno. And then he also goes on to say pre-season, sh- pre-season should help him a lot. So hopefully that is the case. There's obviously a player there. Uh, Real Madrid, whether he does go back there, I'm not sure they can afford him. Uh, how they're allowed to like sign these players when they're a billion pounds in debt, I have no idea. But anyway... Uh, let's move on. In terms of players coming in, we'll get to players coming out and the rumours of those a bit later. But players coming in, any other rumours you've heard about? Uh, you've obviously mentioned Carl Walker that I didn't see. Uh, yeah, any others? I mean, it was Zanioli, Zaniola from uh, Roma, I think it was, is one that I saw yesterday. But again, just I think a lot of that's clickbait. But a- any other rumours you've seen or, or, or heard about? I saw, um, I saw, yeah, I saw the Zaniola one yesterday. I saw the Felix one yesterday. I done a morning moan video. I done a morning moan video earlier about the Felix and Hakimi, the Hakimi potential transfer is just not going to happen. Hakimi at PSG signed last season for sixty million pounds. It would be a dream. It's not going to happen. It costs 80, 90 million pounds. He's not going to leave PSG on two hundred fifty grand a week. And Felix cost Atletico Madrid one hundred fifteen million pounds. One one five. Two years ago, he's on almost 300 grand a week. Um, yeah, those two are not going to happen. Zanioli might, but again, he's a number 10. He, he, I think he can play in centre midfield. Number 10, he's very cocky, Zanioli. As I said, I don't know anything about Bundesliga Liga or La Liga, but I, lo- I watched a lot of Serie A. And I remember when he first came, he first came from Juventus at Roma. He was incredible. He was banging them in from all sorts of positions. 
so talented at taking players on as well. For a talk, he's about six one, six two. Just getting through with getting through players and just banging him into the top corner. You're like, this is the next Totti. This is the next big, big player at Roma. And uh, but he had big injuries. He got a, he got a, he broke his leg. Then he come back and two weeks later he broke his leg again. So he's had bad injuries. I think he's been he's come back this season, but he is a number ten. He's another mainly a number ten. So it, it doesn't make sense with our setup. Uh, Felix and Hakimi are not going to happen. I looked. I had a transfer stream last night. I looked at seven players, uh, in particular seven rumored players. You got Hincapi, the Leverkusen left centre back, who I'd never heard of. Looks very good. I haven't watched him on extended highlights and stuff. He's very good at dribbling for a left centre back because he's left footed as well. Um, where Romero's very good at uh, being aggressive and uh, coming out with the ball and passing. Hincapi's very very unique. He's like he does step overs at left centre back and uh, brings <laughs> brings the ball in and out of play. It's a bit funky. It's a bit funky, but he's playing for Leverkusen. He looks good. He looks good. And there's uh, there's a few others. Obviously, we looked at Rafinha. You already mentioned Rafinha. I want Koulibaly as middle centre back. I want Koulibaly. That guy is an absolute beast. You, I said last night. Look, if he's one of the only players like Vidic, like with Vidic, maybe even John Terry. If there's a 50-50, doesn't matter how loyal you are, you might just not go in for it. Do you know what I'm saying? Because the guy is 15, 16 stone. He's got pace. How he's been at Napoli for so long, I'll never know. Like Insigne, who left in the summer. Kula Bali. We've, we've been robbed in the Premier League not seeing this guy. He is exceptional. And he'll be the perfect middle centre-back because he'll stay deeper. He'll stay deeper so you can let the right centre-back and left centre-back move up. Um it was just an incredible player. So there's a few off the top of my mind. I'm trying to fit so many rumours. So Endika. Endika, another left centre-back from Frankfurt, who won Europa League. I looked at him a bit. It looks very good. Badia Shelley from Monaco, another left centre-back. Looks the nuts. France under-21's captain. Looks incredible. There are a lot of left centre-backs. We said that before the summer started, there are not many left centre-backs about. There are a <laughs> lot, a lot of young, talented left centre-backs. I know I'm just throwing names out. And you might not be aware of them. I, I'm not aware of them. But when I do my research, I see a little bit about them and uh, I find a little bit out. And there's some quality young left centre-backs. I've just mentioned a few. Badia Shelley looks very good. Um, what about but, Bastoni? Uh, yeah, look, if it's a 40 million, if it's a 40, 50 million pound fee, then it can happen. It can happen. Hmm. Definitely. And as you say, Bastoni is in that bracket as well, isn't he? Oh. What do you think of him? Because obviously we were linked with him and then there were reports that he's open to moving, open to working with Conte, doesn't want to move to the Premier League, wants to stay at Inter Milan. So my, my worry with that is another Traore situation where we're going on and on and on about one player for ages rather than just going, OK, sod it, you don't want to come, fuck you, we're, we're moving on. Uh, and then we go to someone else. Like I mean, you've just mentioned about four there that would be good if he didn't want to come, but... Or do you think it's all paper talk that we haven't really made a huge amount or we have, he said he wants to stay. Okay, we're moving on. The paper's just easy journalism. He wants to go. He doesn't want to go. Conte wants him. Conte doesn't. What do you make of all of that? Well, Conte certainly must have been a fan. You'd be crazy not to look at him. You'd be you'd be crazy not to look at Bastoni and say, look at his age, 22, 23, playing every game for Inter Milan for the past two or three seasons. Conte, again, managed him for two years, so knows him very well. And when Conte looks back on his team, his ex, his old team into Milan, he has to. Bastoni would be near the top of of potential signings. He would like to, he would like to get from a future, from a future, um, from, from a future, from a future perspective. Whatever club Conte was with, I think Bastoni would have been at the forefront of his mind in terms of next signing. It happens to be us. We need a left centre back. 
So, but it looks like he wants to, he wants to stay at Inter Milan because his dad played for Inter Milan, Bastoni. Yeah. He, he's he, again, he's got a very good bond with the fans. Um, but if he's such a big fan and Inter need the money, then they could sort of imply that to help the club out, to really help the club out, you you, you know, we'll take the 60 million pounds for you because the club needs yeah. it, and then you move on. Whether it's this club. I'm not so sure. Chelsea need a lot of centre-backs. I can see him at Chelsea. I can honestly mm. see him at Chelsea because, look, at the end of the day, we've got Conte, we've got Champions League, but it has only been this season. Chelsea, we've won two League Cups in 31 years. So when you talk of Chelsea, 2025 trophies in that time, you've got to look at it and think, well, I'm going to win titles. I'm going to win titles. And that, that's what Bastoni and a lot of the players are going to look at. But um, we've got a chance now. We've got a chance in buying the big players because we've got top four, because we've got contact. If we didn't have either, we'd have no chance. So we're in a conversation. We're in a conversation. But as you said, it's dragged on. It's dragged on for like a month now. Uh, I haven't heard so many rumours over the last two weeks. I haven't in terms of Bastoni. Same with Spence, same with Ericsson. It's dragged on. And it's dragged on to the extent where it's, it's been so long, I don't think they're signing. I just don't think, I don't yeah. think they're signing. I, I'm not sure it's us dragging it on. I think it's just easy journalism because it's easy to talk about and just, just you know. I mean, I could write a newspaper article or whatever and just say Spurs are interested in this player with no real, you know, you know, I don't know, so, someone who used to play for us or, or, or someone who used to play for the manager. It's just easy journalism, very easy journalism. Uh, we've got football fame in, in the chat who new to the channel. Hope you're liking what you see. Please hit that subscribe if you like what you see and the like on the video, along with everyone else who's watching. Uh, please hit the like, please hit subscribe and notification bell. If you like what you see, head over to Let's Talk Tottenham and subscribe there as well. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, yeah, a lot of comments coming in as well. I've put most of them on the screen. Uh, one player, Skriniar. Again, we were linked with him a little bit. And DeVry, maybe. Uh, Bastoni is their golden boy. Ultras will probably burn the San Siro down if they sell him. Yeah, no, he is, he is a big boy. He's not actually homegrown, though. He's not actually homegrown. He, 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 he was signed from Atalanta for £30 million when he was 18, Bastoni. So you know they're going to want double that. So you know they're going to yeah. want £60 million. Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's move on to the outs. There's only really two that I've seen. Uh, Lucas Moore, I will say, was linked with Juventus, 17 million, but I haven't really seen any of that. It was just one thing I saw on Twitter. But the, the two big ones that I've seen, start with this guy, Bergvine. Uh, I think it's fairly obvious he wants to go. He wants football. Um, World Cup coming next year. is uh, No, this year, isn't it? Uh, November, so halfway through the season. So... Normally in the summer where people are going to be on the bench and can force your way in, potentially isn't going to be happening this time because I don't want to force my way in. I want to be playing in the World Cup in three months. I want to be playing now. So I think that's why Bergvine wants to leave. Obviously, Kulisevsky has been a revelation on that right side. So any question on who plays on that right side has been <laughs> completely quashed by how he's played and, and since he's turned up. And that's obviously pushed uh, Bergvine down a pecking order. And... I mean, Conte bought Kulisevsky. He didn't buy Bergwijn, so does he fit in? I'm not sure. I, I really like Bergwijn. I was there for his first goal, the Man City goal. Absolutely brilliant game that was, and brilliant finish. And under Jose, he was doing really well. And workhorse, you know, it, Kulisevsky does it as well, tracking back to help out the wing back. He he was superb for uh, Mourinho in that. In our really tough fixtures of Liverpool, uh, I think Man City and Chelsea. But I think that Liverpool game away where he hit the post and then got the racial abuse, which absolutely disgrace and death threats, I think that just destroyed his confidence. 
And he had a few injuries as well, which didn't help. And he never, ever regained that form back. And then he's obviously fallen down a pecking order because Kulisevsky's done what you want any signing to do. And that's forced their way into to their new team. But uh, talk of Ajax, and, and I think there was another team in there, Holland as well. I can't remember who, but certainly Ajax. So I think he'll probably go. Uh, what do you think about... Um, uh, you know, there is, yeah, there is this from Reloaded. Uh, Ajax wanting sixty nine million for Anthony should ask for forty million for Bergwijn. Then I, I think I read about wow. thirty, but wh again, whether that's true or not, no idea. Uh, but do you think he'll go? And if he does, where and what fee do you reckon it'll be? So I'm, um, um, yeah, I always look at players going as well. Obviously, it's a big part of the deal because we only got twenty five man squad. We need some money in. Uh, and a few Premier League clubs came out, Everton, Villa. There was one other, Everton, Villa and one other in the Premier League that came out recently. I don't think Gerrard would take him, to be honest with you. But I think Everton's very, that could happen, certainly. And if you, I don't know if there's a Richarlison deal to be made there. Maybe we could, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe we could chuck Bergwijn in and pay £30 million or Bergwijn and £25 million for Richarlison. I think that'd be good. I think that'd be good business. Uh, uh, in terms of uh, Ajax... Um, heavy links, heavy links with Ajax. There were links with Ajax in January with Bergwijn, with Stevie B. But I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm, I would be happy to keep him, but it looks like he's not happy at all. If you looked at him, if you saw his mentality on the bench and you, you saw his body language on the bench at the end of last season, it was so, it was it was horrible. He's like, he came on sometimes. It just didn't look like he wanted to be there. Um, but he's still done well. He had very brief uh, game time last season, but he came off the bench, won the game against Leicester. I mean, you look yeah. back now, that game against Leicester, the last two goals, yeah, that's Champions League. Four, yeah. That's got us into Champions League. So so there's still a market for him as well, which is very good. There's a market for him so we can get good money for him. Really, I think we should get our money back. We paid like £23 million. Pounds. Yeah. I'll be disappointed if we did, if we do sell him, if we didn't get our money back. Same with Lo Celso. Lo Celso, we can get money for as well because we put him in a shop window in January and he did really well at Villarreal. So Bergwijn and Lo Celso are two players we can certainly get money for. Less so with others in the squad, like the Winxes, like the Emersons. I think we're going to struggle to sell them. Uh, the Rodons, we're going to struggle to sell them. But Bergwijn has a market for sure. I'll be disappointed if we don't get our money back. I can see him at Everton. And apparently Winx is linked with Everton as well. So next yeah. next season when we play them, you could have you could have Winx and Deli Alley in the centre. Uh, Andrews, Townsend, <laughs> Andrews Townsend on the right and Bergwijn on the left. That's an ex-Spurs midfield if, you'd ever, if you've ever seen it. Um, yeah, so uh, that'll be that'll be funky, but yeah, uh, yeah it should uh, I would I would I don't know about this Anthony deal. That like Anthony at sixty nine million pounds is is insane. For Ajax players, don't get me wrong, he's the best youth academy in the world. I don't think he came through the youth academy. He's like one of the young Brazilians they signed, but it's very hit or miss. It's been a very hit or miss for us Ajax. Obviously, for every Vertonghen and Ericsson, there's a Sanchez. You know, there's a Davis Sanchez, and I think he costs forty million pounds. Um, uh, and Van den Beek, and you know, some players just don't make it from like some players do it is sort of risky and at 70 million pounds that's far far too risky well, i think van der beek could have a good season next season because he's back with ten Hag, who knows him so i can see him kind of build pogba's off so i can see him building his midfield around van der beek i could see him having a good season next season but obviously we're not here to talk about man united who cares about it a lot of Spurs no. fans wanted Van den Beek in January before Everton got him on loan. Uh, what worries me is that he couldn't get about he couldn't get in over Deli Alley for Everton uh, during that end of the season, which tells you that um, there's something wrong there. But if, yeah, as you say, if anyone can get the best out of him, is his ex-manager uh, Ten Hag. Yeah.
I think he'll have a good season. But yeah, Paul, Paul here is saying, can't expect to get an outlay back when Bergwijn didn't exactly showcase his talents to the world. Why? So with us, so 20 million would be fair. I, th- I think you're being slightly harsh there. I think he did have some really good games and showed a good lot of technical. Bit. And certainly with those three really tough games under Jose, his uh, uh, willingness to do stuff for the team, I think that goes a long way as well. Uh, and he's in the Dutch Lucas, first team. He's in the yeah. Dutch first team as well, Bergwijn. Yeah. In terms of uh, Lucas, Ellie says he's staying 100%. Manager's dream and the Spurs darling at the club, they adore him as he's such a positive influence. Never ever assaults such a professional. You do get a lot of fans, though, who don't like him and go, oh, he's just living on the uh, Ajax game there. Uh, I love him. I love him for that. But, but I do agree I with Lucas. Ellie there. He, you never ever see Lucas sulk. He, he hardly ever plays, but you never ever see him sulk. And and being that these five subs, Champions League as well, this end the Europa League, you know, where you can, uh, uh, not the Europa League, Conference League, where you can put your B team out. There's going to be premiership games where he's going to be needed as well. Uh, same with Bergvine, to be fair. But um, yeah, in terms so of Anthony, it's uh, Ajax's fuck off price, the, the 69 for Anthony. Insane, no one should touch that. Uh, he also did say about Zaniola, I, I missed. He's had two cruciate ligament injuries, so avoid that. 50 million as well. Abs- no, no. Yeah, he no, didn't break no. his leg. It was cruciate li- ligament. But um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. easy to say break your leg. Whatever happens, yeah. was it, it was season-ending injuries both times. Yeah. And uh, he is talented, though, Zaniola. Very cocky as well. I know we're going yeah. on subject, but very, very cocky, which can be a good yeah, thing. I don't know too much about him. But yeah, next one, uh, we've already touched on it. Winks. I think with uh, the Basuma signing, it's pretty much spelled the end for Winks. And And... I said in January, he needs to leave, not just for Tottenham, but for himself, because he's not playing. And and he's another one, I think, under Poch, he got his chance. And Poch, I think, was very much an arm round your shoulder. If you make a mistake, don't worry about it. Just try and learn from it. Then went to Jose, and I think he couldn't handle the, the, the complete change where it's an arm round the shoulder to Jose. You make a mistake, don't ever fucking talk to me again. Get out of my sight. And then he's he's terrified of making a mistake. That's why you see in the Carabao Cup final, I know it was after Jose, but Jose Effect was there, gets the ball from uh, Dyer or whoever in central defence, 10-metre radius around him of no one there, turns around gives it back to Dyer rather than being brave, which he was doing under Poch. I don't think he's ever recovered from that. Uh, he's not in the team, only half, half, not half, uh, bit parts, you know, similar to Bergvine in a sense. So I think he needs to leave for his own good. Obviously, Everton have been linked. I think 25 million was what I saw on Twitter, whether that's true or not. But that's again, insane, we're after, though, isn't it? Yeah. 25. Uh, but, do you think we're going to yeah. get 25 million? I mean, well, well, I, I well don't you, know. You, but you said in this tax, you know, with Spence, 20 million. I know he's a lot younger. And, and but but again, if we're after a Charleston, deal there to be made if they want to win. Chuck and Bergwijn, just. Bergwijn and Winks give us from Charleston. Imagine. We'd be so... But, we yeah, would be... The Spurs fan base would be delighted. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I, I do like Bergwijn, but I wouldn't lose any sleep if he left. Same with no. Lucas. You know, Paul's put it in there. I love Lucas as a person, but he's a fading talent. I wouldn't be unhappy to see him leave right now. That's just... I want Lucas to say, stay, but I wouldn't lose any sleep if he went. Same with Bergwijn. And I, and I would lose sleep if Winks was there next season. I would actually lose sleep if he was there <laughs> next season. Because, uh, yeah, we don't we don't want him there. It's time to move on for all parties. I don't think we're getting £25 million, even with the English tax. I'll be happy. I would 20, be happy to get 20, 15. 15. I'll be happy to get the 15. I would be happy to get 15. And it serves all parties. But, um, look, mm. as you look, reported, we can only go by what's being reported in the sources. And it is 
it has been 25 million, 20, 25 million pounds. Um, I, I think Levy should do a Deli Alley and just take, you know, 10, 15 million pounds on him because we need we need space in the squad. Um, but I do I agree with Terry Wright here as well. He was very yeah. How you doing, in that Terry? Champions yeah. League run when we made it to the Champions League final, he was integral. integral and he had some quality games. He was it was Bernabeu was his um, standing highlight, wasn't it? And then he's just never got back to that level. But uh, Terry says he was a very good player before the nasty ankle injury. He'd never been the same player. Wish him the best. His last sentence there, wish him the best. Absolutely. I've got nothing against Winks. Okay, he's not the greatest midfielder you've seen. Talent there. He he did a job under Pochettino. He's very good at it. And then, yeah. If in a pressing <laughs> side he works, nothing... in a pressing side he works like Pochettino because yeah. you get more possession. And he's a sort of centre midfielder that has to dictate tempo. He needs to dictate tempo with Conte, Nuno, and Jose Mourinho. The, we don't have possession. So if you don't have possession, you can't dictate tempo. And that's his best role to get on the ball, get on the ball, to start the moves off, going left and right. And it is a talent to pick the ball up. And to release it quickly, left and right, it is a talent. And we've seen it with Ben Tanker. Ben Tanker is incredible at it because he's both footed. Um, he's both footed, so he can turn to his left. And if somebody closes him down, he can turn to his right and spread it spread it to the right. So Ben Tanker is never going to get many assists, many goals. He's never going to create. That's not his job, but you can still be brilliant. And it was the same with Winks. Once upon a time, he was he was good at that. But the lack of first-team football, the, the change in manager where we've been ultra-pragmatic, we're even pragmatic under Conte. We, take, we have less possession. So it does none of that works for Winks, and we've seen him fall down the pecking order. Uh, I, I think he's going to struggle to ever, you know, get that fall oh, back. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm happy with 15 million. If he's 15, 20 million, I'm, I'm more than happy with, with that. Yeah, to be I mean, with you. like Terry says, wish him all the best. I've got nothing against him. You know, he tries his hardest. Whether he's good enough or not is another question. Well, there, there's no question on that. He isn't, <laughs> but uh, he tries his hardest. You can't fault anyone for trying their hardest if it doesn't come off. But the, Every, every team has a scapegoat, and unfortunately, he seems to have been the one in the last few years. But uh, uh, V-Loaded has said Everton are mugs. But I think I think Everton would play, pay £25 million. Again, it's not a huge amount of money in this day and age, but they're so desperate. I mean, last season, if they'd have got relegated, it would have been... I mean, you say disaster, it would have been far, far worse than that for a team of Everton's size. So I think they'll be desperate not to have that again and I think they could be signing a lot of players and potentially a lot of players that they don't necessarily need in that system but just as names and uh, you know uh, Paul here Everton are taking a piss trying to get him on a loan but in terms of names there he's is a well known player the thing with doesn't Everton. require a try before you buy so I can see them paying a 25 million if we don't play ball and drop it to 2015 or a loan or whatever and they go okay d- crap we, we need someone now We'll just go get winks, but there's definitely a deal to be made there. And um, but yeah, wish him all the best. Wish him all the best. Uh, yeah, look, look, him and Lucas are so good, so loyal. Very good guys in the dressing room. Winks. Yeah. Are, when Winks got at last season, in pre, I didn't get it in pre-season last year. There's a couple of players that drag their drag drag their knuckles, and they're not um, they're not putting it in over the last year. Winks is not one of them. Lucas is not one of them. So I love having Lucas as an option off the bench. And at the end of the season, for La, because we had no number 10, because uh, Endombele was forced to go deep. If you remember, it was Hoiberg and Endombele. So he had no number 10. So Lucas was filling in there. And since that point, he's not even been a right winger, Lucas. He's basically he's basically been a number 10. Even at the start of last season, he was always central. But he was important the first six months as well, because we had no creativity in there. 
Kane wasn't going deep and doing what he usually does. Son was out on the left. And uh, yeah, we didn't have anybody in centre midfield picking up the ball to create either. So Lucas got the ball from halfway line, dribbled with the ball and made so many things happen. Like, again, in certain games, he was incredible. I remember the Leeds game. He got he got two assists. He got a goal, and um, he scored the he he won the free kick for the for the goal he scored. For I think Reggie got a rebound or something. So in certain games, he was absolutely integral and, and an option off the bench. Lucas, I have no problem with, and he's a fighter. He's a fighter. But again, I wouldn't lose any sleep if he went. Lucas Winks, I think it's time that he had, he does go. Everton apparently don't have much money. So oh. I, I oh, no, unfortunately yeah, that, yeah, yeah, with, with Emerson true, Royal, yeah. yeah, with Emerson that's Royal, true there wasn't it? Well. Was Burnley and Burnley were trying to sue them, weren't they, for breaching financial fair play? So yeah, maybe my well, look who they there, signed last they season. Other players uh, isn't, uh, and that's probably why Paul has then said they're trying to get him on loan because they don't have the money. Yeah, that's and look who they signed last well. summer. Look who they signed last summer. They signed Damari Gray for seven hundred and fifty grand and Andros Townsend on a free. They did not spend much money last season no. because there's and the Delhi Alley. Delhi Alley, or yeah. a, it was free, wasn't it? But it obviously goes up depending on how he plays, how he does, and all of that business. But in terms of Lucas, Paul here has said, I love Lucas as a person, but he's a fading talent. Wouldn't be unhappy to see him leave now rather than on a free. I, I wouldn't lose sleep if he left, but I think there's definitely a role for him to play again with these five subs and the fact that we've got Champions League, so he will be needed. And Absolutely agree with your point early in the season. He was the only one who was getting the ball and trying to make something happen. Everyone else was going backwards, trying to be safe. He was the only one getting the ball, running at people, trying to make something happen. And certainly, if we're winning games, he's perfect to come on in a counter-attacking game when a, a, full, a full-back is tired and, and whatever, and being kind of Kulu's uh, a deputy, if you like. Uh, Kelvin Fletcher here. How are you doing, Kelvin? Uh, do we think an ACM is needed for options or do you think we have enough in the midfield? Now, we talked about all of this earlier, so uh, uh, if you want to go back and watch that, but essentially, I think we need an ACM. Uh, Eriksson, I wouldn't be averse to signing because uh, he's free. Uh, Tommy doesn't <laughs> think so because that's uh, Conte's, not Conte's way of playing. But uh, yeah, if you uh, watch the replay of this when we finish going live, you'll be able to see that. We had a bit of a discussion about that. And tell me why, why I think most Spurs fans can echo this. Really hoping Winks can be part of a Charleston deal. Uh, yeah, in terms of other pl- players going out, uh, I haven't got any uh, uh, banners for these because I've only just thought about it when we've been on the stream. Rodon is linked with uh, Forrest. Again, never... I, I can't remember which manager signed him now, but uh, Mourinho, Nuno and now Conte, none of them have fancied him, so... I think he's got to go as well, just for himself, obviously. Uh, Wales are in the World Cup, so he's obviously going to be wanting to play to be in that World Cup team. Uh, I think it just hasn't worked out. It was a gamble, 20 million, I think it was, on a, on a championship player. Just hasn't worked out, unfortunately. But uh, I know you're not a huge fan of his, I think it's positional sense, isn't it? Well, I haven't seen him play. I don't, I don't when, he was, when he was playing for that period of time, you said, I, I, I'm sure it's his I, mean, if, I, mean, I, I, I think, I think what managers, no, 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 but the season before last, he didn't have a single Premier League uh, game last season. Um, but Rodon's apparently talked to Roma. Jeez, that's a weird one. That's like yeah, Emerson Royal going to Athletic says, Madrid. I've not heard that like, as well. Yeah, I haven't heard that. Was, these rumors just keep uh, coming out, don't they? Uh, so I'll, I'll have a look at that. But Rodon, in terms of, um, in, t- in terms of his playing style, he's ultra aggressive. He's like Sanchez and Romero, uh, but Romero's very, very good at it. <laughs> Sanchez is uh, 
Sanchez, I think Sanchez get... will stay that, those last three games. I think he did, a, we've got three... he did all right. And that's a deputy. Yeah. So we've got, it's quite odd that we've got three ultra-aggressive centre-backs. So Sanchez can get away with it because of his pace. So his position in Sanchez is terrible, but he can come back in uh, if he makes a mistake because he's so, he's so fast, Sanchez. Rodon makes the errors where he's ultra-aggressive, doesn't win the ball, and he doesn't have the pace to get back. So he's a limited player. He's a low lower Premier League player at best. Uh, I, I mean, mid-championship player. That's why he's on nine and a half grand a week. That's why we signed him as a last resort. I think it was under Jose. Who was in for Scrinio and Diaz and those sorts of players. We're linked with those and we got Rodon. Uh, so, uh, you know, we've had four managers and none of them fancy him. And he's been fit for the majority. So, obviously, in training, he's not doing the business. And this is when we've had the worst centre-back quartet in from, from <laughs> me supporting the Spurs, from me supporting Spurs. And we've got three centre-backs. We've left centre left backs playing left centre back, and he still can't get in the yeah. team. I think the writing's on the wall. I think the writing's yeah, on the wall. Not going to get a lot of money. You're going to get six, yeah. seven million pounds. I think he'll go Brighton, Nottingham Forest. Brighton sold Dan Byrne and Ben White, and they still haven't replaced the centre back. So mm. I think that, and they've got they're so bazook. They sell a lot of big players, Brighton, and don't really replace. I think they're going to have a big summer, and hopefully they take a, a centre back off our hands because I've got a funny Sanchez will stay as well. I think Rodon will go. I think Tanganga will go on loan. Uh, I hope Rogan goes because he's just not he's just not well, at certainly well, I think, not Champions League level. Yeah, oh, I think the Roma things have got to be nonsense because Dan has just said uh, seen it apparently Mourinho fancies Rodon at Roma. He didn't fancy him at all at Tottenham, so no he idea did. where that's come from. But he actually did before the end of the season. He dropped Dyer and played Rodon for four okay. or five games in a row. If you remember, he dropped Dyer completely because everyone drops Dyer at some stage because they, they realise how crap he is. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> Mourinho did. So Mourinho did, and Rodon came in. So he had a few games uh, the season before. I keep saying the season before last because I'm still looking at last season like this season. But no, the season. So it is the season yeah. before last where he came in for a little while. And he, look, he gets a lot of first team football for Wales. Um, so oh, look, maybe uh, you know he, he signed under Mourinho as well. So there could be some, could be maybe. some truth there. Could be some truth. It Price. makes a little bit of sense. Price. 20 million or is that too much for him do you think oh Rodon oh you'd be lucky to get 10 million we signed him for 9 million you'd be very very lucky to get 10 million I think yeah and we've obviously got three players on loan I think we, we've mentioned the Celso who's probably going to be going elsewhere he's had a really good loan spell uh, possibly going elsewhere Undombele, God knows what will happen with him. Our Conte's teased that he'll be training with the reserves. Uh, but again, who's going to want him? Who's going to want him? He, he, his attitude stinks. And then this guy, uh, uh, Terry White, said, Hill, uh, do you think he'll get a good-looking pre-season or do you think he'll be sold or loaned out another season? Personally, hope he's loaned out. I hope he's loaned out, but to a premiership team or a championship team. I don't think it's doing him any favours. Going, I think it was Valencia, wasn't it, where completely different football and that's where he was playing or certainly in Spain anyway when we got him I think he needs to go to a championship certainly a championship team I think because he will get clattered there and he'll be forced to toughen up and you know playing lone football in the championship hasn't done any uh, a small player that not a lot of people know called Harry Kane didn't do him any harm did it uh, so I think yeah loan him out again I don't think he's ready for the the, the first team but yeah, those three lone players, what do you think for them next season? Yeah, I mean, Gil. Yeah, Gil would definitely. Uh, Dan here has said uh, Sampdoria for Brian Hill. <sighs> I wish it was a premiership team, but uh, a championship team or premiership team. But I just. 
And yeah, Paul, Paula said 10 million road on. Great team. Great deal for a team that needs him. Hope he goes, has a good career. Uh, but yeah, sorry. Uh, the three lone players. Um, so so Gil, Gil, I'm almost certain, will go back out on loan. Uh, I actually like Gil. I actually like Gil. Reminds me of a young Lennon on the left-hand side. Like, same sort of build. And he'll just hit the byline and get a crossing. That's all yeah. Lennon was about. Just hit the byline and get the crossing. Unfortunately, he's got Son on that side. So he's never really going to get a chance. Um <laughs> And he never started. He never started a Premier League game. But um, I think he's going to go back. I don't think he'll go back to Valencia. I think uh, it'd be nice if he goes to a different league and tries to, you know, tries to do something there. Whether it's in the Premier League, I heard a lot of rumours with Marseille. I heard a lot of rumours that he could be going to Marseille, Gil. So the French league. Uh, and Dombele is going to be loaned out for the rest of his career unless we cancel his contract, mm. which I don't think it's going to get him. Uh, so. Um, yeah, I think I think in Dombele, rest of his career will be loaned out. There's so many players that I think we're going to loan out this summer. Honestly, I think I think unless Everton give do some sort of deal with Richarlison with Winks going the other way, I think we're going to have to loan Winks out. I think we're going to do something where it's like an initial five million fee, hmm. and if they decide to take him, it'll be fifteen million pounds. So I, think, I can see that happening with Winks. He just hasn't had enough game time where other teams are going to be like, right, this is the man we need. Rodon should be sold, but that could be another loan. Tanganga's definitely going to be loaned out for me, and I think he should be loaned out. Endombele mm. loaned out, Scarlett loaned out, Gil loaned out, Clark yeah, loaned think... out. There's so many players that we're pretty much going to have to loan out. The only ones that I think we could get money for are Lacelso, Bergwijn, and Sanchez. If he goes, I think if they go, we'll get money for them. Yeah, I don't think Sanchez is going anywhere. I think he stays. But uh, Ellie said here, I want to get to the last point here, but I'll read it all out. Marseille were getting Hill now. Sampdoria touting him. I feel, feel Italy. Would be better, but I agree. A Prem team, and this is why I want to talk about like Forest or Fulham. I've got a friend who's a Fulham fan, and with Carvalho going, he said to me that it's all very well having these forwards. There's no one to give him the ball. I reckon Winks could do a job there. Obviously, he's not a playmaker, but if they play a pressing game, whether they do or not, I don't know. I don't uh, haven't watched Fulham a huge amount, but he, 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 he can spot a pass, Winks. Uh, the, the 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 one against Southampton where Kane was you know his 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 toenail was offside and it got given against him that was a good pass going forward so I could see a Fulham getting him and they've got money they've got money so twenty five that's a good shout them it's but a very good whether shout. they do or not I don't know obviously Carvalho is a big player uh, has gone to Liverpool uh, but yeah I mean Undombele oh, I mean. What a waste. What a waste. Not so much us playing it for him. He's got all the ability in the world, but it's like, like Mickey Hazard said on Tottenham away when he was on there a few months ago, attitude is the one thing you cannot teach and you cannot force someone to learn. It's either in them or it's not. And unfortunately, I just don't think he has it. He's got all the talent in the world, but it's just such a shame, such a shame because he could have been a huge, huge player for us. I just don't I think, think he ever is... will in his career. I think we'll just. Yeah, but it's, for him, it doesn't. Because... A lot of it happens with the money as well. I mean, they get paid so much for their first move. I mean, £60 million. He must have got a sign on fee for about oh, six or seven million pounds, 200 grand a week, yeah. which is 200 grand a week. You're talking 10, almost 10 million pounds a year he's getting. So over, in, in three years, he's got he's earned almost 40 million pounds. What, you know, that tells a player, <laughs> where's the hunger? Like, you can, players that are on the edge haven't got an attitude issue. You give them that sort of money, and then they're like, ah, they're sorted for the rest of their days. Even if they got ten percent of that, they're sorted for the rest of their days. And this, this is why I don't like it. 
It's why it's always risky to sign these cocky players. In many ways, it's why I don't want us to sign Spence because it happens to Spence one or two million pounds. He seems very cocky. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not too, I'm not up for it. But I think the Morecambe game summed it up with Endombele. When he walked off, we were terrible. We were losing and he still walked off when he got subbed off and he was terrible. He was terrible in that game. And he, he walks off, walks off when, we, when we're losing. That's that's unforgivable. Yeah. And as you say, he has got all the talent in the world. You hear the training reports. Kane, Sonner, like, he does things that like we never knew existed in training, what you can do, what you can do with his feet and stuff like that. It's, it's insane, yeah. insane what he can do. But um, yeah, you, you can't teach attitude. And it's just uh, it's just not there. He'll be loaned out for the rest of his career, I think. Hopefully he'll have one or two. He might have a good season somewhere and they'll pick him up. Um, yeah, yeah, but I, I I don't see it. I mean, even with Leon, he was out of the team last. Year. They sold they sold Gamarish, Leon, centre mid to Newcastle. So Indombele was a centre mid, and uh, he still didn't get many games there. So uh, yeah, he's, I think his his, his career is going to be a struggle in terms of getting game time at European big leagues. Yeah, I mean, you make a good point there. The the, the money as well. I think that's why why Ali's gone the way he is. He never has to work a day in his life ever again. And. Back in the day, you didn't get that. You know, when your football career finished, you still had to work somewhere. You still had to work somewhere. Whereas the players like Harry Kane, who, who Kane has always said, isn't it? It's not about the money. It's about the football. And those players are few and far between now. I think Skip is is another one like that. And hit him and Undombele, chalk and cheese. Skip is nowhere near the technical ability that Undombele has. But... I would be absolutely amazed if Skip's training in, in pre-season or whenever he's back isn't unbelievable because I think he'll be a fighter. He'll be delighted that, you know, we've got four, uh, three other good midfielders, but he'll be like, well, I'm better than all of them. I'm getting in this team. Whereas Undombele is like, I'll just, you know, I've got all this money. I'll just watch telly. And I think it's a real, real shame, but... Yeah, I mean, he needs to go. He needs to go regardless of his ability... He needs to go. And I, I said under Mourinho, if he played in a set position each week, I think he could could come good. But he hasn't done anything to warrant being given that responsibility or that chance, I'm afraid. Uh, it's just a real, real shame. And, and But he's still on our books, still in the trade. So Conte's already kind of said, hasn't he, or alluded to that he'll be stuck with the reserves or training on his own. And it's just a real, real shame. But... Uh, yeah, so I can see, like you say, try and loan out whether anyone will take him or not. Or, I don't know how long's left, he'll just end up going for free and have many years his contract is there for. And It's just a shame. It's just a shame. But, he, yeah. will get a low, he will get a loan. So, somebody will fancy him. As you say, the talent's there. So he'll certainly get a loan move. What usually happens is they go Turkey. If you don't do it in Europe, and the, 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 the big players, big player names... Uh, that, that don't quite cut it, they always go to Turkey. I'm allowed to say that because I'm half Turkish, I'm half Kurdish. So it's no disrespect. <laughs> it's no disrespect to the Turkish league. It's just what happens. They'll go to Galatasaray or Fenerbahce. And, Do you reckon uh, he'll go to MLS? Obviously, a load of money there. but and a, a lot Towards less the end standards. of his days. Or towards the end of his days, even like mid, like late 20s, something like that. But I don't think they'd even be interested. I think he'll, he'll certainly garner somebody's attention. Could go to France. Uh, could go back to France, could go to Italy. I've got a funny feeling I could see him going to Italy somewhere. Um, but again, Mourinho got the best out of uh, Ndombele because for six months, Ndombele was pretty good because yeah. we, were, we were top. Uh, we were top in December. Mourinho's first six months, we were top in December with Sissoko and, uh, no, Hoybier and Ndombele. No, we had in centre midfield, we had Sissoko and Hoybier, didn't we? And we had Ndombele in the number 10 row. And with yeah. that formation, 
we were we were top in December. A that's what back. I can't understand with his attitude because Mourinho called him out after the Burnley game the season before, didn't he? Saying that, I mean, we were terrible, and he he, he publicly called him out as as you know. And so I thought, well, this will show what his attitude's like, and then he forced his way into Mourinho's team. So I thought, there's no a- attitude problem there because, like you say, he's getting paid a fortune. If there's an attitude problem, it's like oh, I don't care. And he forced his way in. So now when you see, he just doesn't care. I just don't understand where that's come from or what happened. Yeah, I honestly he, thought he, he, that his attitude was correct and good and, 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 and a fighter. I'm going to force my way back into this team, which he did. And I just can't understand it now. And it's just, like I say, such a waste, such a waste. The exact opposite, the exact opposite to, um, to Perisic, to Perisic, mm. who, will take, who will take on any position. In that season, we go back to that season. What happened was, it was it was Hoybier and Sissoko next to each other, but Sissoko's legs almost went. He got injured, and then he never he never come back. So we were forced to put Endombele next to Hoybier. Or that's what Mourinho did. Biggest mistake he ever made was to put Endombele next to Hoybier in centre midfield. If you keep him higher up the pitch, where he's a luxury player and he doesn't have to do any defensive work, then Endombele can do something. But putting him in centre midfield, where he has to do some defensive work was a big mistake. Uh, and, and that's why Lucas had to play in the number 10 row. As we said that season, Lucas went into the number 10 row. It all, it all took place because Sissoko's legs almost just like went after the injury. Um, that was unfortunate. But um, I, I think there's, yeah, I think there's certainly a market for Ndombele, not in terms of signing. Nobody's going to take 200 grand a week on yeah. no chance. But hopefully, yeah, let Paul agrees there. I mean, you could go back to Roma. Mourinho's a fan. Um, I'm not sure if Rogan's going to go to Roma. I don't think he's as big as a fan for Rogan to go to Roma. Uh, but but uh, yeah, there's definitely going to be a market, and I, I can see him going uh, Serie A this summer. Whatever happens, whatever happens, we can all agree he's not going to line up in a Spurs shirt. No, he shouldn't either. I, I think it, I think he's probably fairly toxic in that change room in a similar way that Pogba is. Obviously, slightly different. Pogba would get in that Man United team. His attitude was, but yeah. I mean, there's so much to, <laughs> there's so much more we could cover on this. There's so <laughs> many rumors, so many, you know. Uh, but I mean, yeah, we we'll kind of end it there. I mean, we've gone for an hour and twenty minutes on on all of the rumors that we've seen. And, and get us up to twenty likes, people. Get us up to twenty likes, people. Yeah. I think we're on 17, 22 people watching. Yeah. Um, get us on to twenty likes. It's been a good, it's been a good stream. Even though there's only two of us, as you say, yeah. with two of us, you could just go on and on and on because the chat's yeah. been brilliant. They bring up players as well, so you can literally go on and on. What's funny, Ellie, is when you put Vincent Janssen, Turkish delight, England fright. Uh, you got Enkodu went there as well, who won the Turkish title with Besiktas last season. <laughs> Enkodu, remember him? He went to Turkey. He, he won the title with Besiktas. And do you know what? It's difficult to win the title with Besiktas in Turkey because you got Galatasaray, you got Fenerbahce. So Enkodu went there, done a good job. It is the graveyard. I think. Um, do you remember Zakora? Zakora went to Trabzonspor mm. after he left left us. It's, it is a retirement ground in many ways. Turkey. They try and yeah. like recapture their form and it never it never really goes well to be fair it never really goes yeah. well but yeah i mean yeah it's been a good show and what you get with only one other person is your points get through obviously it's great having other people on but you know someone makes a point then filters into another point and another point and you kind of uh, lose track of the points but i mean having loads of people on is great but having just one other person on is also great as well uh but yeah i know that dan said jansen's back in the holland team don't know how he's playing in mexico <laughs> anyway um but yeah uh, thanks to everyone who's uh, uh watched uh, like tommy says get it up to 20 likes 
also hit the subscribe as well and notification bell tommy's got so many people on on who's doing shows so uh, the best way to keep track of that is the notification bell Subs uh, subscribe and hit the notification bell that'll give you a notification every time one of the, the 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 guests is going live this is normally the part of the show where i ask my guest to promote his channel so tommy uh, what can people expect on the channel that we're on today <laughs> <laughs> it's our channel man it's our channel we're you know we're, we've all come together so it's, it's our channel but what we do have is something that what we don't have which we, we're going to do is is a big show on a thursday where we all sort of come together that you know the hotspur hood boys the guests we all do our own stuff as well don't get me wrong uh chris has got his own brilliant channel as well usually doing you're usually doing your channel friday and then you do uh you go on the hotspur hood monday so you're part of it. Uh, same with Marlon. He does his instant instant um, reactions. That's more when the Premier League starts again, obviously, the instant reactions to the games. But he's got starting 11s with Brian Dago. I think he's got We Are Tottenham Boys uh, on their, their, their best uh, Spurs starting 11 over the years. He's doing something funky. Hass is part of it as well. Um, and uh, we've, got, we've got Colin. We've got Colin Talking Ball, who has his own channel as well. But we're, we're going to try and come together Thursday. On a Thursday, it's going to be a flagship show. In fact, we are going to do that. Certainly, by the time the, uh, the season starts, and it'll be all it'll be all the, the the Hotspur Hood boys. So it'll be like a yeah, it'll be like a place to place to see us all for once. We we do our individual things and we come together. But yeah, it's been brilliant. It's been brilliant, as you said, with two people. It's like I do my solo streams and I can just go through the chat because the chat's brilliant because they give me rumors <laughs> and we can just we can discuss the rumors through the chat. So the chat's been brilliant and uh, yeah, nice one, nice one. It's been a good chat. Yeah, as I said, yeah, subscribe because we're we're only what twenty away. Less than twenty away from two thousand now, so uh, yeah, that'd be a big that'd be a big milestone. And uh, yeah, share share with you know people that you might uh, you, you might uh, yeah. that might you know Spurs fans that might like this uh, like this channel also. So uh, yeah, thanks yeah. for watching, people. I mean, yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Though it is your channel, so you can do what you have, the hell you want, really. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> is it, is yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. But we're going to see this more. Me. We're going to see. Yeah. We're going to see this more on a hotspur hood. We're going to see this more on a hotspur hood. We're going to come together and stuff. I think this is only one of the, the, the first or second time. Well, Has comes on a Sunday with me all the time, so it's only the first or yeah. second time. I mean, you didn't need uh, the link. You could just go onto your account and find it yourself, and then just join in. But yeah, appreciate you coming on. It's been really great. So I, I've spoken to you on streams. God knows how many times. Always great chatting to you and chatting Spurs with you. But yeah, uh, thanks to everyone in the chat uh, uh, getting involved. Really appreciate it. Hit that like, hit that subscribe and the notification bell. If you like what you see, head over to Let's Talk Tottenham and do the same. Uh, I'm actually having a week off. I'm on holiday. A girlfriend wouldn't be very pleased at all if uh, I spent my holiday on <laughs> Spurs streams and creating streams. So I'm having a week off. Uh, and on Friday, I'm watching Guns and Roses as well. Certain people will be unhappy that I'm giving a little bit of money to uh, Daniel Levy. But <laughs> some people will. Band. Not everyone's Levy out, you know. <laughs> Not everyone's Levy out. But, some but yeah, so, uh, yeah, it'll be the following Monday. I think uh, that'll be the 4th of July or something like that. Uh, that's when I'll be back. But that'll be on the Hotspur Hood. And then the following Friday, we'll be back on uh, Let's Talk Tottenham. But, yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. And... Uh, yeah, plenty more to talk about, I'm sure. And like I say, Tommy, Hass, Marlon, Colin will be doing a load more streams in the week that I'm off as well. So make sure you hit that like, subscribe, notification bell, and you'll get notified on all of those ones. Uh, yeah. Uh, Take it easy, people. Cheers, cheers Ellie. Easy. Please do uh, nice uh, like the show nice along with Football Frame, uh, uh, Terry, and all, all the other people as well who said nice things. Really appreciate it. But uh, till next time, on the Hotspur Hood, come on, you Spurs.